If you're looking for a shortcut in fundraising, we'll be the first to tell you there's no secret ingredient, no magic wand that guarantees your success. So what is it that makes the Veritas Way so successful? To tell you more about it, we've invited a couple of our clients to share about their experiences with the Veritas approach to fundraising. You may recognize some of your own challenges in their stories and successes. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Jeff Schreifels, and Richard and I are really excited about today's episode because we have some very special guests. Something we do regularly at Veritas is share celebrations from our clients and cheer on their great work. But we know it's not easy, and they work really hard to stay on track with implementing our system and structure. So today, we wanted to invite some of our clients to join us for a conversation about how they approached integrating the Veritas way into their work, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them, and what they would share with others who are working to implement a new approach to fundraising. Boy, you're right, Jeff. This is really, really going to be a great conversation. Thank you, Ricky and Stefana, for being here. I mean, we 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 just love it that you spent the time to just to spend some time with Jeff and myself to talk about these subjects. And we, we'd like to start by each of you sharing a little bit about yourselves uh, with, with uh, our audience. Thank you, Richard and Jeff. It's a pleasure to be with you both and also sharing this platform with Stefana. Uh, my name is Ricky Piedrahita. I work for the Salvation Army Canada and Bermuda Territory. I am one of four Divisional Directors of Development, and I have had the pleasure to work with Veris for 14 months now. So it's been, uh, it's been a thrill. Awesome. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's such an honor to be here with you guys. Um, thanks for having me here. Uh, my name is Stefana Sneed. I am a mid-level officer with IJM. I just celebrated my one-year anniversary this past year, and so I'm hoping I can um, be helpful to, to all of you out here who are on your fundraising and development endeavors. IJM represents, uh, that's International Justice Mission. That is correct. Really great organization. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. You. Well, thank you for all being here. I want to start off the conversation by asking each of you just to share a bit of your background and maybe one story about how the Veritas system and approach to fundraising has impacted your work directly. I'll go first. Sure. A story that I always like to share, Jeff, is the reason why I work in the not-for-profit charitable sector. And it begins with my parents that immigrated from Colombia 50 plus years ago. And when my parents immigrated to Canada, the government, um, the country, and different NGOs and charitable organizations helped my parents a lot. And so for me, a way to give back and say thank you very much to this wonderful country that I was born in, and my kids have been born in here as well, is to work for such a wonderful organization like the Salvation Army. And it's an opportunity to help other immigrants that come to our country and that need assistance. And that's just one story that I like to share. Um, 
And I, I think there are others that work in the industry that, you know, the story resonates with them and the reasons why mm -hmm. they, um, they also work in the charitable and not-for-profit sector. Mm -hmm. And Veritas has really showed us at the Salvation Army these past years on how important it is to interact and focus on working with donors and building relationship with donors. It's not just transactional, it's building a deeper relationship with mm -hmm. them. Very important. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, similar to Ricky, I am born and raised in Seattle, Washington, and uh, my parents, my family, we were very involved um, in the community, our local community. And so I've always been raised in this idea of giving back to community. So I naturally fell into fundraising. Um, and I've worked for a lot over the f past five years, I've worked for a lot of nonprofit organizations. And there's all these ideas and ways to, to fundraise. But uh, what really stuck to me with the Veritas Way was the permission-based fundraising, mm -hmm. which invited um, the partners to be involved in, in the engagement. Um, and so, you know, usually we're just, you know, flying the plane while painting it in, in the nonprofit world. But Veritas really provided like a, a, a strategy, um, a way to, to kind of formulate um, the engagement process, which has really helped me. Um, yeah. Awesome. I'd love to ask you both, and I'll start with you, Stefana. What was the system that you've been using before, and how was it different than the Veritas way? Yeah, I, I would say some of the um, experiences I've had or the ways I've been trained was relationship fundraising, mm -hmm. and it centralizes the donor, um, but I didn't find that it really um, challenged or allowed the donor to engage mm -hmm. in the process. It was really donor focused, which kind of distracts from the mission or the work or the efforts that we're doing. Um, I've also experienced um, community-based fundraising, um, which is really about equity and and things of that nature. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I have found that the permission base is just a melting pot for all the best practices when you're working with donors. That's awesome. How about you, Ricky? I would say we didn't have a system, Jeff. We weren't using a system. The Salvation Army in Canada has a fantastic legacy giving program. Yeah. And what happened was, is when we focus on one facet of fundraising, the other facets tend to not have much focus or structure. So what happens is when there isn't a system, there lacks structure in one of your fundraising programs. And that's what Veritas has taught us since we have began this journey. Adopting the Veritas way has helped us to um, implement the structure for our fundraising program. And so what happens when there's structure for an MGO, mm -hmm. that equals focus. And an MGO needs to focus on their case when it comes to qualifying donors. Mm -hmm. yep. We had fundraisers focusing on major gifts, legacy gifts. Um, some did some annual stuff working on events and it wasn't working for us. Mm -hmm. And so in order for us to be successful in our major gift program, 
we had to implement the structure. And that's what Veritas has taught us in these past 14 to 15 months that we've had this relationship and gone down this journey with Veritas. And now we're happy to call it the Salvation Army way is making sure that our MGOs have the structure which equals focus and which equals um, building those relationships with your donors. Yeah. Well, Ricky, what do you? Th- what were some of the challenges you faced with the Veritas system and structure, and then how did you overcome it? Some of the challenges were implementing a tool like the donor engagement plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Teach- big one. That yes, teaching our fundraisers that look, um, each donor has a different strategic plan. Yep, and that was a foreign concept to our fundraisers. And so teaching them how to fundraise again and giving them the permission to say, look, it's okay to build a deeper relationship with your donors. Be curious, identify what their interests are. What are their communication preferences? And when we're asking our fundraisers to do this, and this is a new strategic plan, they say, well, wait a second, is that okay? Are we allowed to do that? Absolutely. Because... Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be a transactional relationship. It's supposed to be a deeper relationship with your donors. And that is something that challenged us, definitely. And to overcome it is giving them the permission to do that. Learning something, a tool like permission-based asking. Um, Being curious. Find out what your donor's interests are. Put the donor first. Yeah. Stefana, how about you? What were some of the challenges you had with the Veritas system? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with Ricky. As a fundraiser, I think um, trusting the process and trusting the steps. Um, I can recall a time where we were starting a uh, our first call campaign with um, International Justice Mission, and we had sent out the the introductory letter. Um, we followed up with the email. We were doing all the touch points that um, we were given. And I was hesitant to make those calls because uh, mm-hmm. I felt like I had done too many touch points or is this really going to work? And um, when I got a hold of this particular family, they had heard um, and they had gotten all my touch points, my letter, my voicemails. And they said, oh, thank you for you know reaching out. Thank you for attempting to get a hold of us. We're so sorry. We've been so busy. Tell us, yeah, we'd like to learn more. And they ended up giving $25,000. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So really that, that was what solidified like, okay, this does work. I I can trust these steps and trust this process. Yeah. You know what's so, so interesting about these comments, Jeff, of Ricky and Stefana on structure is we've been saying all along structure, structure is what's needed. And it sounds Sounds like such a boring concept. Like, well, how could that possibly make a difference? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Stefana, you're working specifically right now in mid-level area. And with yes. mid-level, there's this whole introduction process that we have. Mm-hmm. So right. what was it like getting that started for you? Yeah. So um, for IJM, they had never, we had never had, um, a mid-level program yeah. so Veritas was really helpful in getting us started and figuring out okay what what are the steps that we take what are the touch points um so we started with an introduction series um i believe it's about seven touch points but it starts out with 
um, a letter introducing yourself, um, sharing that you're going to reach out with a phone call. You then are asking to um, have either a phone conversation to learn, um, you know, their engagement preferences. Do they like email, phone calls? Um, And so it's a really, it's a discovery process. Um, And then there's um, personal touch points and and engagement that we do uh, by quarter. Um, So, yeah, it's been really helpful. We've got, we had an insane um, response. Um, rate. And then we also sent out a survey as one of our touch points. And those people that don't like to communicate on the phone, they communicated through the survey. So we've mm-hmm. gotten a lot of meaningful interactions um, wow. using the various way. Yeah. So, I mean, I heard, that's... I've heard from uh, our client experience leader who works with all the folks in the mid-level team that your engagement, the percentage of donors engaging you on the introductory process probably up far than any other client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're doing mm-hmm. something right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, amazing. we're following, <laughs> we're following the Meredith steps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Ricky, uh, here's, here's a question for you. Cause you're, you're, you have a leadership position in the, uh, in the Salvation Army and, uh, and you're based there in Toronto. Um what how how has all of this helped you as a leader to grow and feel more confident in in your role well the the confident part is support from leadership richard mm-hmm. um having the organize uh my my direct report my supervisor having that individual give me permission to be open minded um, allowed me and fellow colleagues to express our ideas, praise and feedback and trust. So mm-hmm. ha- having that, being able to share our ideas, um, you know, she offers praise and feedback, um, express our ideas, that helps me be confident as a leader in my role. Mm-hmm. Now, for me to grow as a leader, someone really smart taught me this concept by called management by objectives, which mm-hmm. was popularized by Peter <laughs> Drucker in his book, the practice of management mm-hmm. and and the the concept is it's a strategic management model that aims to improve organizational performance and specifically define objectives that are agreed upon by a manager employee so i've been able to take this concept and apply it with the team members that report to me in ontario it's mm-hmm. been it's it's been transformative um, and having these specific objectives and focusing on operational or individual, tactical or team, creating those objectives for those particular elements has been successful. So it's mm-hmm, helped me mm-hmm. to become and to grow as a leader and feel more confident. And knowing that the team members trust me, um, it is very helpful. So when you have that trust with your team members and the support from your supervisor, Then when it comes to implementing a tool like the donor engagement plan, which is a strategic plan for your Mm -hmm. your donors, Mm -hmm. it's very helpful when you introduce this new tool because they trust you. And that that is a very, very helpful. It can become very, very powerful. So for me as a leader, having their trust, my my, my bosses, my supervisor's support, and applying different management concepts has been successful for me as a leader. Cool. That's really good. So I'm going to switch uh, directions here a little bit in terms of t- and, and talking about donors. And Stefan, I want to start with you. How, how has your view 
of donors and fundraising changed as a result of this whole process? I now view donors as partners. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I I recognize that their giving has shown me that they're already invested. I'm not having to sell them or get them. It's no longer a transactional um, relationship where um, I feel like I did something wrong or, you know, I, sh- I did too much. And so now they're not going to give enough. Um, and it's, it's no longer that um, we are partners in this work and we're working together for the greater good of the cause. Um, the permission base, I, I keep going back to that because mm-hmm. I've really been able to hone in on the strength of preparing the donor, allowing them um, the preparation, the thought to say, you know, yeah, I will be reaching out because of this. What is this something that you're would want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It really just opens up the relationship to breathe and to work like a partnership. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this uh, just just for all of you listening here, this permission-based asking is basically all through the process, you're asking permission to take the next step. And so that's what Stefan is referring to uh, in terms of that whole. It's really interesting. You said you switched from, from you, you switched now to viewing donors as a as partners and instead of just sources of cash. And that's something that's been so important to all of us at, at Veritas. So. So, Ricky, what about you? Uh, How has your view of donors and fundraising changed? I would say it's providing a, it's ensuring that your donors are part of your organization's philanthropic mm-hmm. culture, Richard. If in, in providing those donor, those donor offers, um, you know, following the permission-based asking tools and steps, your don- it's a deeper relationship with your donors. And Veritas has taught us that. It's about relationship building. It's about being curious. Um, it's more than just transactional, like I've said before. Mm-hmm. It's identifying what your donors' interests are and aligning those interests with what your organization has and has to offer you, uh, the donor. That's what Veritas has taught us. And Veritas has given us the permission to do that, to say it's okay. It's It takes time to build a very mm-hmm. successful major gift program. And it starts with the donor. That's the beauty of the Veritas way. And that is something that we have seen at the Salvation Army in Canada. Our relations with our donors have developed significantly. And our donors now are reaching out to fundraisers, to us fundraisers, and saying, look, what programs do you have available? I'm really excited about this stuff. Wow, that's that, cool. Which is which is fantastic. I can say over a year ago, that never happened. So mm. it, this the Veritas way does help. And it's very, very transformative. I think both of you would say that, that the... Uh... That the whole Veritas approach is is basically that movement from from the donor being a source of cash to be becoming a partner. Is there anything different, or anything either one of you would add to that in terms of how the Veritas approach is different for you? I would say for us in in Canada, and I can speak for our team in the the province that I'm responsible for is it's it, we have structure. And structure is so important. I taught. I know I mentioned I talked about structure earlier, but that's what helped. That's what mm-hmm. has helped our fund fundraisers is have a specific 
plan and strategic plan for each donor because each donor is different. And that is something that we didn't realize before. And so every donor is different. And Veritas has taught us to approach every relationship you have with your donor. It's different. I would think my relationship with a friend of mine, I approach it differently than another person. So why don't yeah. we take that and, and apply the same concepts and approach with our donors as well? And that's what mm -hmm. Veritas has taught us, that it's not a cookie cutter plan. Every plan is different for the donor. Yep, that's cool. How about you, Stefana? Yeah, I have to say that it it has built a foundation for me to have um, solid footing. Um, and so it builds up my confidence as a fundraiser. I've been able to grow into the, the unique talent that I have that I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. um, it makes the donors more comfortable and the relationships to be more meaningful. Um, Structure, I thrive with structure. and But this is a great balance of, you know, like Ricky is, is talking about of the structure, but also knowing that it's, there's going to mm -hmm. be unique relationships with each individual partner. So, yeah. Yeah, it actually allows the whole relationship of a, of a donor to blossom yes. uh, more because of the structure. I mean, it, yes. it actually creates more life. And I like yeah. the phrase that you used, Stefana, where you said, there is more breathing room. It's yeah. like you can, yeah. it's just more open. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing, Richard, what happens is that when there's structure and when your fundraisers and your MGO has focus, your retention rate decreases, your attrition rate decreases and your attrition value decreases as well. And that's, those are, those are terms that we've known as fundraisers, but again, Veritas talks to us and teaches us the importance of those that data and that information that mm -hmm. if you have a structured plan uh if you have a strategic plan for every single donor and your mgos are focused your retention rate will decrease your attrition rate will decrease and your attrition value will decrease as well perfectly said well ricky i want to ask you this and then stefano i want you to chime in after but what do you think has helped you the most to be successful in implementing the strategy? Oh, that's a good question. I would say the support from Veritas, from the support from the client experience mm -hmm. leaders, that's been very helpful. Having their support, being able to talk to them about the, the tools that Veritas offers, um, the different learnings, um, the the education that Veritas offers us and fundraisers. Mm -hmm. That's been very, very helpful for us to be successful in implementing a, a strategy um, for our donors. Yeah. Having that support goes a long way because this is a team effort. And in order to deliver a successful major gift program and never having a major gift program, you have to have that support. And knowing that you have that support has been very, very helpful. And it's been successful for us in Canada. Awesome. Stefana, how about you? Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with Ricky. Um, I'm chuckling because I'm thinking back to when we first started this process and we would have our team meetings and all of us were freaking out. And we were all questioning <laughs> whether we were good at this. And our our um, coach, Diana Frazier, she is just, 
amazing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, she she really normalized our our feelings um, and encouraged us to continue trusting the process. Um, and she would always remind us uh, effectiveness over efficiency. So she allowed us to take our time to really get yep. it down. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been wonderful working with her for sure. Yeah. Well, another thing, Richard, that I've seen in both of the organizations that Ricky and Stefana work with, mm-hmm. their leadership from the top down mm-hmm. has embraced it. Yeah. And that's always a that, key part. It is good. It's critical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been yeah. in situations where that doesn't happen and it's like, goodness, it's so depressing. It doesn't work at <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now I, uh, I mean, Jeff and I have experienced this many times where people listening to us talking like this and they're thinking of like, okay, now maybe I should, you know, I'm thinking about doing this work, you know, implementing that system and structure, but I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, what would both of you and starting with Stefana, what would you, what would you say to anyone that's thinking of doing this work, but they're just not quite sure about it? What would you say to them? Um, I would say, you know, the uncertainty is probably just the fear and that's normal. I would say go with it. Um, if you're looking to strengthen and invest in the life of your organization, mm-hmm. um, these are fundamental um, practices that will strengthen the entire life of of your organization you cannot and i tell uh my partners this all the time our partners is that as cliche as it sounds we can't do this work without you Mm -hmm. Uh, you Mm -hmm. are the lifeline to uh to the mission so absolutely go for it it's it's worth it (laughs) i would say that if an organization wants to obtain long-term relationship with their major gift donors, this is the way to go. Mm. There, mm-hmm. there seems to be a bit of a misconception that major gift fundraising is very transactional. It's not. And speaking with some colleagues is that they think that legacy giving is very, you build long-term relationships with legacy giving and major gift donors, you're asking for that you know, that donation, that quick donation, but it's not. Veritas teaches us that if you want your major gift program to flourish, if you want to be successful, and you want to develop those that long-term relationship and hopefully have, have those transformational gifts from your major gift donors, this is the way to go. This mm-hmm. is the program for you. And also, it does take time. Be patient. That's my advice. If anyone's Mm -hmm. listening and they're thinking about contacting Jeff or Richard or the team that we want to take, go on this journey, is be patient because it does take time to develop a major gift program. And if you if you take time and you're patient, it will pay dividends. Trust me, it it will. That's great. Thank you. Well said. Well, Stefana and Ricky. Thank you so much for joining us today mm-hmm. and for this really inspiring conversation. Yeah. And I hope this has been helpful to you as you think about how to imp- approach implementing a new system. And if you'd like to learn more about our system and structure and see how we might be able to partner with your organization, then the next best step is to complete our free donor file assessment. This is a tool that will help you get a baseline Mm -hmm. for the health of your fundraising program and give you a ton of other great information as well. 
It will also show you what kind of revenue impact implementing the Veritas way could have for your organization. You can start that process by heading to our website and going to resources, then free donor assessment. So again, Stefana and Ricky, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Here. Thank you, guys. Um, thank you very really much. Good stuff. I really appreciate it. And thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at veritasgroup.com. Please join us again next time.